Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Fork. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe. And if you've got a fork, now's the time to pull it out because you're going to learn a lot of stuff about it. That's right. We're reading about forks today. I love a good fork, but I prefer chopsticks most of the time, actually. Ah, what an uninteresting anecdote about yourself. Thank you for noticing. No problemo. Fork. For other uses, see fork disambiguation and forks disambiguation. In cutlery or kitchenware, a fork from Latin fursa pitchfork is a utensil now usually made of metal, whose long handle terminates in a head that branches into several narrow and often slightly curved tines, which one can spear foods either to hold them to cut with a knife or to lift them to the mouth. This article is already everything I hoped it would be. (laughs) History. Bone forks have been found in archaeological sites of the Bronze Age Ouija culture. 2400 to 1900 BC, the Shang Dynasty, circa 1600 to 1050 BC, as well as later Chinese dynasties. A stone carving from an eastern Han tomb in Takwaling, Swede County, Shanxi, 
depicts three hanging two-pronged forks in a dining scene. Similar forks have also been depicted on top of a stove in a scene at another Eastern Han tomb in Sweetie County, Shangzi. In ancient Egypt, large forks were used as cooking utensils. In the Roman Empire, bronze and silver forks were used, many surviving examples of which are displayed in museums around Europe. Use varied according to local customs, social class, and the type of food, but in earlier periods, forks were mostly used as cooking and serving utensils. Although its origin may go back to ancient Greece, the personal table fork was most likely invented in the Eastern Roman Byzantine Empire, where they were in common use by the 4th century. Records show that by the 9th century, in some elite circles of Persia, a similar utensil known as barjan was in limited use. By the 10th century, the table fork was in common use throughout the Middle East. Chronographers mentioned the astonishment that the Byzantine princess Theophanu caused to the Westerners because she was using a fork instead of her hands when she was eating. She moved to the West because she married the Holy Roman Emperor Otto II. In addition, according to Peter Damien, the Byzantine princess Maria Argropolina brought some golden forks to Venice when she married Giovanni Orsilio, the son of the Doge Petro II Orsilio in 1004. Damien condemned the fork as vanity. The same story with Maria Argeropolina was said about the Byzantine princess Theodora Ducana, who came to Venice to marry the Doge Domenico Selvo and used forks at the meals. Great job on all those names. Thank you. (laughs) By the 11th century, the table fork had become increasingly prevalent in the Italian peninsula before other European regions because of historical ties with Byzantium. And as pasta became a greater part of the Italian diet, continued to gain popularity, displacing the long wooden spike formerly used since the fork's three spikes proved better suited to gathering the noodles. By the 14th century, the table fork had become commonplace in Italy and by 1600 was almost universal among the merchant and upper class. It was proper for a guest to arrive with his own fork and spoon enclosed in a box called a cadena. This usage was introduced to the French court with Catherine de' Medici's entourage, although in Portugal, forks were first used around 1450 by Infanta Beatrice, Duchess of Viseu, King Manuel I of Portugal's mother, only by the 16th century when they had become part of Italian etiquette did forks enter into common use in Southern Europe, gaining some currency in Spain and gradually spreading to France. The rest of Europe did not adopt the fork until the 18th century. The fork's adoption in Northern Europe was slower. Its use was first described in English by Thomas Coriat in a volume of writings on his Italian travels, 1611. But for many years, it was viewed as an unmanly Italian affectation. Some writers of the Roman Catholic Church expressly disapproved of its use, St. Peter Damien seeing it as excessive delicacy. It was not until the 18th century that the fork became commonly used in Great Britain, although some sources say that forks were common in France, England, and Sweden already by the early 17th century. There's a note that says, dubious, discuss. (laughs) I love that no matter how 
good of sense the invention makes that there's some people who are like, oh, that's terrible. A fork. What a dainty priss you are. How dare you? How unmanly fork. of you to use a fork. Well, eat this chicken with your hand. <laughs> the fork did not become popular in North America until the time of the American Revolution. The standard four-time design became current in the early 19th century. Four-time design. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this quick message, and then we'll read to you all the different types of forks. Thank you for listening to that message. If you've got a fork, now's a great time to stab it into your cheesecake. <laughs> types of fork. This section contains a list of miscellaneous information. <laughs> Please relocate any relevant information into other sections or articles. Here we go. Types of forks, everybody. Asparagus fork. Barbecue fork. Beef fork. A fork used for picking up meat. This fork is shaped like a regular fork, but it is slightly bigger and the tines are curved outward. The curves are used for piercing the thin sliced beef. Berry fork. Bread fork. A fork designed for serving bread from a basket or tray. Carving fork. A two-pronged fork used to hold meat steady while it is being carved. They are often sold with carving knives or slicers as part of a carving set. Special mention, a picture to the left in this article, an ice cream fork from the early 20th century. Cheese fork. Chip fork. A two-pronged disposable fork, usually made out of sterile wood, though increasingly of plastic, specifically designed for the eating of french fries, chips, and other takeaway foods. From seven and a half to nine centimeters long. In Germany, they are known as pommes gable, literally chip fork and currywurst fork. Cocktail fork. A small fork resembling a trident used for spearing cocktail garnishes such as olives. Cold meat fork. Crab fork. A short, sharp, and narrow three-pronged or two-pronged fork designed to easily extract meat when consuming cooked crab. Dessert fork. Alternatively, pudding fork slash cake fork in Great Britain. Any of several different special types of forks designed to eat desserts, such as a pastry fork, they usually have only three tines and are smaller than standard dinner forks. The leftmost tine may be widened so as to provide an edge with which to cut, though it is never sharpened. Dinner fork. Extension fork, a long-tined fork with a telescopic handle, allowing for its extension or contraction. Fish fork. Fondue fork. A narrow fork usually having two tines, long shaft, and an insulating handle typically of wood for dipping bread into a pot containing sauce. Extension fork? I've never have, heard of that. I have one. You have a fork with a telescopic handle? Yes, I was gifted one. By who? My mom. Wow. Thanks, Fruit. mom. Fruit salad fork. A fork which is used to pick up pieces of fruit such as grapes, strawberries, melon, and other varies type of fruit. Granny fork. Ice cream fork, a spoon with flat tines used for some desserts. See, spork. Nork. Meat fork. Olive fork. Oyster fork. Pastry fork. Pickle fork, a long-handled fork used for extracting pickles from a jar or an alternative name for a ball joint separator tool used to unseat a ball joint. Pie fork. Relish fork. Salad fork, similar to a regular fork, but maybe shorter, 
or have one of the outer tines shaped differently. Often, a salad fork in the silverware service of some restaurants, especially chains, may be simply a second fork. Conversely, some restaurants may omit it, offering only one fork in their service. Sardine fork. Spaghetti fork. A novelty fork with a metal shaft loosely fitted into a hollow plastic handle. The shaft protrudes through the top of the handle, ending in a crank that allows the metal part of the fork to be easily rotated with one hand while the other hand is holding the plastic handle. This supposedly allows spaghetti to be easily wound onto the tines. Electric variations of this fork have become more prevalent in modern times. Sporth. A utensil containing characteristics of a spoon, a fork, and a knife. Spork. A utensil combining characteristics of a spoon and a fork. Suck it, fork. <laughs> a utensil with tines at one end of the stem and a spoon at the other. It was used to eat food that would otherwise be messy to eat, such as items preserved in syrup. The tine end could spear the item, while the other end could be used to spoon the syrup. Tea fork. Terrapin fork. A spoon with flat tines used for some soups. Sea spork. Wow, they keep coming back to the spork idea. Mine. Hi, my name's Katie. Holds up spork. As you can see, I am very random. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> that's that's a line from an old copy pasta. Copy pasta or creepy pasta? Copy pasta. What is that? What's a copy pasta? It's like a creepy pasta, but it doesn't have to be creepy. Oh my goodness. Toasting fork. A fork usually having two tines, very long metal shaft, and sometimes an insulating handle for toasting food over coals or an open flame. All right. I think that we've learned everything we need to know about forks. The word fork no longer has meaning to me. I'm going to get myself a sporf. <laughs> yeah, I hope you get yourself a sporf. I will. I'm going to get a sporf. Swatch. This has been the Wikipedia page for Fork. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your various forks. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.